Simplified Chaos, episode 37. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hello, hello, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is one of your hosts, Jillian, and I'm with my handsome, handsome cutie pie honey bun husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Thank you for that lovely introduction. You're welcome. You're looking quite sexy yourself. Just want to show some appreciation for you. Appreciation is taken. Can I just tell you how your hair is like looking real fine tonight? This is bad radio. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. Well, there is an Insta story if anyone wants to see your hair that I just put up, but they're not going to know about it because this is going to be... Yeah, we're recording on Thursday (laughs) and this will come out on a Tuesday. It doesn't make any sense. Crazy banter as we're starting this podcast here. But Jilly, what are we diving into today? Today's (laughs) Today's topic is all about communicating with families about your lifestyle or change of lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. We've had to do a lot of communicating. Yes, we have, because we've made a lot of changes in our life. But it's been super beneficial. Holy moly. Way happier, way healthier. Just radical. Radical changes. You've been bringing back radical. I I think radical is a cool word. It is. Bring it back. (laughs) I am bringing it back. (laughs) Totally tubular. (laughs) But before we dive into our topic, as always, we're going to show a little gratitude. Jilly, what are you grateful for this fine day? Uh, Today, I am grateful. Well, I didn't even have any of this today, but I am grateful for the food trucks. Ooh. And it's funny, I haven't visited the food trucks that have been coming. I think they come on Tuesdays. It's usually every Tuesday. Every Tuesday um, in a close neighborhood. And they come to a, a firehouse, which is really awesome. But my sister found this food truck that's been there every Tuesday, and they make homemade gelato this guy yeah. he I, I think he she said he's around our age like in his 30s and he actually went to italy to study how to make gelato like authentic amazing italian gelato and randy's been bringing back the perfect amount like it's not too much it's just perfect amount of samples of gelato like we had chocolate and then we had that bourbon bacon one mm-hmm. and there's a berry one and i have just been loving the texture and the taste and that sweet treat at the end of the night. And I don't usually eat a lot of sweet things at the end of the night, but it's been a nice summer fun tradition, tradition treat to have. Yeah. It's been awesome. So I'm, yeah. Thank you for the food trucks for introducing us to this fine gelato man. (laughs) It's funny. Most chefs go to France to learn how to cook. If you want to do gelato, got to hit up Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good stuff, Jilly. So what are you grateful for? Dark mode. Dark mode? Dark mode. Like dark helmet? Not dark helmet. So as many of our longtime listeners may know that I'm kind of a phone nerd. A little bit. This week we, uh, Android, which I am an Android user, advocate, love it. They had an upgrade to Android 10. And with it comes this thing called dark mode, which changes all the apps to black rather than a white background. So not only does it save batteries, but it saves my eyes as well. It cuts down on the blue light, and 
it's been a really awesome feature to have so far. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of other features that I'm very grateful for, but this one in particular, because we were just having a conversation about blue light. Oh my gosh, so much. That could be a whole nother topic. Yes. We need to bring in an expert on that, or you guys just need to look it up and check it out. I need to, I'm going to buy blue blockers. I'm I'm doing it. But yeah, no, dark mode is the shit. I love it. So now, (laughs) let's move on to the topic at hand. (laughs) Smooth transition. I know. You have this goofy a smile on your face, and I have no idea why. I don't either. So today we're going to talk a little bit about how we communicate our lifestyle to our family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, etc. Yes, and this is definitely a tricky topic because we've been ex- we've kind of been experimenting with it as well. Like what is the best way to share how we're living, how we're deciding to change, I guess, the traditions we do and what we want to celebrate or what we don't want to celebrate or how we want to raise Lucille. It's a very tricky subject when it It comes to family members, especially your parents, because you grew up a certain way. And that's, I think sometimes that's what's expected. It's, you know, how we grow up is how they expect us to, you know, raise Lucille and how we're going to live our lives as an adult, like how they raise, raise their lives in a certain way. So this has been a very interesting topic that we've definitely learned a lot through because yeah, and we're of, still learning too. No, we are. And I found a very good quote to set the tone. Set that tone, honey. Uh, for this episode. And I think it definitely describes what we've been doing and why it's been so successful with our with communicating about the way we're living with more intention and just purpose. And the quote is, navigating any relationship takes a lot of patience and creative compromise. Yes. And I think that is spot on what we've been doing because it does take patience. It does. It takes patience for just to give our parents or friends wait time for them to understand and almost wrap their head around what we're doing if it doesn't make sense to them. And even if it doesn't make sense to them ever, it's, you know... You know, we've realized that we may have to distance ourselves from certain people if they're not supportive of right. us. And we're coming to a point in our lives where that's okay. And we are learning that the people that love us the most are supporting us, no matter how weird or strange it may <laughs> sound to them, because it's not their norm. Right. And they're slowly digesting the way we're living. And now it's, that's like our norm now. And they, that's how they know us. It's funny how we started off this journey about a year or so ago. And, you know, we they, they kind of looked at us very strangely at certain times when we wanted to decide to do things or get rid of things. And yeah, now I mean, it really all started when we found it out that we were having a baby. We found it. We found it. Out. We, <laughs> we found out. That we, we founded were a baby. this baby. <laughs> yes. And we were like, man, we need to make some lifestyle changes. Yeah. And now that we've been doing living this way consistently for over a year, it's now our norm, and they don't look at us with those looks anymore. I mean, once in a while, they'll they'll be like, "Oh, okay," but now it's like, "Okay, that's that's just Nick and Jill." Yeah. No, it, it is funny because not only our parents, but we even talk to our neighbors about you know some of the things that we've changed, and you know we have a neighbor who has uh, four kids, all older than Lucille, and of course they have just a lot of kids' toys and and, and things just lying around. And she'll come by and say, hey, I know you guys are super minimalist or or whatever. (laughs) 
Um, but you know, would you have any interest in this? And for the most part, you know, we like, you know, thank you for thinking of us. Um, you know, we really appreciate it, but you know, we, we don't really need this. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, there have been a couple things which we have accepted, yes. which Lucille is going to have great use out of. Yes. But you know, for the most part, we really bring into the house what it is we feel is really necessary. And because we've been so consistent with our messaging to our parents, our family, friends, etc. People really understand now. It's like, okay, you know, maybe I won't ask them about this or maybe I will ask them. But, you know, if they say no, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt because, you know, they're doing things a little bit different. Yeah. And I, I wrote down some, I don't want to say tips, but just strategies or tools that have worked for us that if anyone else out there is trying to change their lifestyle to be happier, that maybe one of these could be used for you. But that was definitely one on my list is being consistent. I think not only with your communication to your family, but also your actions. So if you're speaking, if you're telling your parents you're living a certain way Mm -hmm. or this is what you want, I mean, actions speak louder than words. So it's not just what you're speaking to them, it's what you're doing and just showing them the benefits and how happy you are and just living it out and speaking your truth and doing your truth. And that's what really speaks loud is that my mom's over here every day watching Lucille Mm -hmm. and she sees the way we live consistently and she's, it's like our norm now. She's accepted the way we are, you know. She asks if we need anything before she buys something or, you know, she's like, I know I want to give something for Lucille, but I'm not sure if you need it. And she knows about our rules that we've created, our one-in-one-out rule. And it's just really cool to see the people we love most supporting us and right. actually accepting our lifestyle. And they're they're seeing the benefits, and I think that's why it's making them so accepted. Accept, ugh, ugh, ugh. Accepting. I had a lot of saliva in my mouth. <laughs> Accepting of us is because I think they see that we're really happy. Yeah. And well, why and I fight think, it? Yeah. You know, with with your mom, it's a lot easier because she is over here every day and she's able to actually see the lifestyle changes we made. Whereas with my parents, they're two hours away from us in Delaware. Yeah. And my parents really are about I don't want to say they show affection by material goods but like that's just what they know you know they love making sure that their kids are taken care of they want to make sure that lucille's taken care of and the way that they know how to do that is through different material items you know my dad if i if i say that i'm going to be building something um and i might need a tool he'll go out and buy it for me and i'm just like well i'm never going to really use this again i'd rather (laughs) just go out and rent it or find a neighbor or borrow it but like he feels like you know you need to have these things Um, that's just one example, but you know, we had to have a conversation with them several times, you know, before Lucille was born. And even like when it came to holidays and stuff like that, we had had conversations because you and I don't really give gifts during holidays. We save our money for, uh, travel or, or whatever. And we've talked about that in, in, in gift giving episode, which was number two, but you know, we've had to be very concise with our messaging to my parents and saying this is what we're willing to bring into the house um this is what we're not you know having the conversation what we are willing to bring in and what we're not willing to bring in is just as important but you know we've had to repeat ourselves but we keep the same message consistency we're very concise Mm -hmm. and and listen it is not an easy conversation no it is not i'm not saying this is very easy but if you truly believe in what you're doing and it's the way that you want to do things it's your household uh you know 
people will respect that. You know, as long as you don't make any um, deviations from what you're doing. If you say one thing and then do something else, then people are going to think you're full of shit. But well, yeah, because if you, you know, contradict if you yourself, yeah, talk the talk and walk the walk, then you know people respect that. Even your parents. And I think, yeah, I agree with you know because your parents aren't around us, it is difficult because they're not seeing us as much go through the motions, but we are consistent with our messaging and they see the way we're living. And I think that the fact that we took the time to have those awkward and uncomfortable conversations yeah. sometimes, there's no easy way to tell people you love that, you know, we love that you give gifts, but you know, we're, we're trying to change and we're trying to just have more experiences yeah. and then just explaining the why. And that was one that was important that thing. was one of the tips is not only being consistent with your message and your actions but also explaining to your to your family the ones who are asking I don't think you have to explain why to everyone no. I don't think you have to give reasons about why you do everything the way you do but I think if you want people to understand you that are close and you love them just explaining the why behind it like I'm not just being a minimalist because it's a fad I'm not right. being a minimalist right. because I just want white space and time in my life it's yeah. we want to be we want to live intentionally because we want to have time for the people who matter most. We want to have more experiences. We don't want to be stressed over cleaning all of this stuff and taking care of this stuff and spending money on all this stuff. And I think because we both are consistent with sharing our why. And mm -hmm. I think that's important that whoever you're living your life with, that you're both on the same page with how you're communicating it in a very kind, and open yeah. way. Not, And that's another tip. It's just not... Not making the other people feel like the way they're living is, you know. No, because everybody has their their own thing. They have their own value. And I wanted to talk a little bit about values. I guess you know? not, Our values not throwing judgment their sure, way. Like yeah. not saying it like, well, I'm living this life because I want to do this. And not making them feel bad for the, what, the way they choose to live. I mm -hmm. think just having the, the tone and the yeah. wording. That's a difficult it's important. thing you yeah. know, for, for anybody. For somebody who's a minimalist. It's like, okay, well, I can't believe these people live with so much stuff. And then people who with that much stuff, you know, look at us and like, I can't believe they live without <laughs> all that stuff. So, I mean, it's a two-way street, mm -hmm. you know, but really at the end of the day, it comes down to whatever suits your values um, as an individual, as a couple, as a family. You have to really, you really have to treat your family unit as a business. You have to have a mission. You have to have your values. You have to have your vision. Like you really should actually sit down and, and go over that, you know. Talk with each other. What do you value? What do you value? And then, you know, make oh, a list. That's good, babe. Yeah. And it's just, it's the same thing. You know, companies do that. Successful companies repeat their mission. They repeat their values and they they see the path forward. Do the same thing in your personal lives as well. You'll be amazed at, at you know, the different um, benefits you get from that. And not only that, but people will understand why you do things the way you do why you accept certain things in your life and why you leave other things out. So I never thought about it as, as in relationship to a business, but you're right. I think yeah. treating your life like a business and sitting down and having those important talks and meetings yeah, as so to yeah. speak to make sure we're all on the same page and just being open with communication, I think is so vital. And um, this kind of goes into it and not only when we're communicating, but I think something that's really worked for us with this topic is that we we are not by any means trying to force or coerce anyone else no, no. to live the way we are. 
You know, we explain what we're doing, we explain how we're living and the why, and that is it. We're not saying you should probably do this or you should change this. It's really being using specific language that it's kind and open, but it's not saying you should do this. And if you're not, then you're doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're just kind of letting people know what works for us and why it works for us. And just because you might do it the same way as us, you might not get the same benefits as, as we do. I mean, every individual is different. Every family is different. So, you, you know, we're, we're trying to really just open your mind to different suggestions and, and trying a couple of things. And, you know, some of the things that we do might not work for you. Um, but some of the things that we do work might, you know, work well, and you might even do it better than us. Absolutely. And I think just being focused on our own journey and resisting judgment of others is is such a hard thing to do. It it's is. easy to say, but it's hard to do. Just trying to stay in our own lane, but being open to help people and not say, hey, you need to get in our lane because we're doing it right. So it's very tricky when it comes to language. And I think you have to be intentional with your wording, like we go back to communication, but it's so true. Like you want to communicate the message in a way to help others. Like that's why we started this podcast. But at the same time, you don't want to make others feel guilty or wrong about the way they choose to live because right. we're not saying that at all. I think it's amazing how different people live and mm -hmm. to each their own, whatever lane works for you, do it. But I think it's important that you and I are focusing on our journey. We're staying in our lane, but we're also open to helping others if sure. they if they so need it. Yeah, it's funny too, like just kind of about the judgment that you were talking about is that we are embarking on a major co-living situation, which we are going to do an episode on, we which are. I think would be a lot of fun. But yes. it's funny, like when I explain to, to people our, our dynamic here, and for those of you who don't know or who are new to the show, Jill and I uh, have a house. We have two dogs. We have a daughter. But uh, Jill's sister, my sister-in-law, also lives with us. And she is expecting any day now. She is literally a week past her due date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I think eight days past her due date at this point. Um, and her fiancé has just moved in within the last week and a half. Mm -hmm. So... We are doing a very cool, in my opinion, a very cool living situation, which has tremendous benefits. And, and I know when I say it to people, I get a look on my th their face and it's just like, really? Because you know, it's so different it's than what different, everyone else I does. I love talking about it and people ask questions and I'm just <laughs> like, yes, I am happy to answer this for you because I feel like our situation is great. You know, well, and as everyone's like, well, what about the privacy? What about this? It's like, we make time for that. I was like, right now we're doing this podcast because Lucille's not here. Your sister, your mom, have her at dinner. Um, you know, we have the house to ourselves right now. And it's so weird. It's very weird. It's, it's so it's strange. extremely weird not to come <laughs> home to a baby right now, which was just a little, it threw, I think, both of us off tonight. I just did an Insta story that I described like coming home to an empty house when you're used to having a kid yeah. is like going back and it's like traveling in a time machine. Yeah. There should be screaming yeah, and laughing and crying it's right so now. Weird. It's so like, crazy. Once you have a kid, it's so weird to think about what it was like before. And it's just, it's still mind boggling me. And, uh, <laughs> 
but it's I, nice to have a little a little break from yeah. Lucille and to do this a little earlier than usual. So I'm digging it. But I love having those conversations with people and, and possibly opening their minds to to different ways of living and opening their mind to our way of living. Now, do they have to accept it? No. And do I give a shit? No. <laughs> We're doing the things the way that we want to. But I love having those conversations and really just trying to get people to think because we have privacy here, even though there's four adults in the house and three dogs and soon to be two babies. Like we have privacy. We have time for ourselves. You know, we can have alone time. Like we make it happen. Yes. And it may change. This may, this co-living situation, you know, may work for a while and then it may alter and go a different direction, but we are so open and flexible to adjusting to what season of life happens next that it's cool. I love this ride of uncertainty, but so much certainty too. There's a great, feeling of spontaneity but also i'm a planner at heart so there's also some consistency too which i'm all about but i'm i'm really like communicating our life and has opened us up i think the way we're living has opened us up to the possibility of co-living and actually participating in co-living happening now i think maybe before if we were very you know the norm like no, that would be silly. You're not living with us, Randy. You're having a baby. You have to have your own house, yeah. your own space. Like yeah. we would have never been open to that, but because we're so open to doing things that make sense for us and questioning everything, it's kind of opened our mind to a whole new world of possibilities and just doing things that make sense to us, even yeah. if it's not what everyone else is doing. And because uh, I guess I don't want to get into the whole co-living thing and like the benefits of that, because there are just a ton of benefits. But again, you know, it's it's our choice and you know communicating that with folks is you know sometimes a challenge but for the most part i embrace it like it's it's something i want to talk about and i think when you're so freaking happy and healthy doing something no matter what someone's opinion is you can only smile and just shake your head and be like it's cool if you don't get it like i'm feeling freaking amazing so no matter what shade, if you want to throw it, and most of the people don't, and they may talk about it behind our backs, I don't, I don't know, care. but it makes you more accepting to negative comments yeah. or anything they have to throw at you. It's just like, it's cool. Like, I'm really happy. That's all I say. It's like, that's my best comeback is yeah. like, whatever they say, it's like, it really makes me happy. And you, what can you say you to that? You can't say anything you can't. like that. Yeah. When it comes to feelings, you really can't tell anybody how they should and shouldn't be feeling. Um, you know, and, and when you say things make you happy, I think people are like, okay, you know, then that's, <laughs> I think that's like the biggest thing you can say is like, it makes me happy. It's the best like, comeback what can you for say me. Against that? Yeah, Man, right. Like, really? It makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> so I think something else that has helped with communicating to your parents is just, I said it earlier, giving them wait time or just giving yeah. them space. And what I mean by space and wait time is that it's it's not something that they're going to be able to easily swallow right away because this is something so completely different than what they're used to. Yeah, it goes. It almost goes against their nature. You know, yes. with my parents, it's like, okay, I want to buy buy you guys something. You know, Lucille needs toys and Lucille needs this. And we're like, no. Yeah, and there was definitely like a detox period where it was, you know, they still bought something, but they're like looking at us and felt weird. And it's like, you know, no thanks, but, you know, it'd be awesome if we could like do dinner together instead next time. And yeah. just through communicating that, but accepting their gifts, like they finally got the idea and they're like, okay, we get it. We won't buy that much, but we're going to hang out more, which is cool. And a really good example of kind of giving space and compromising is um, we decided not to have a f- a birthday for Lucille. No, and it no. was 
it's kind of a huge deal when she's you think gonna about it so much later in life yeah. i'm kidding she's so gonna remember this and all come these at kids us. remember their first birthday <laughs> Um, but we decided not to have a first birthday for Lucille because it was just a really busy month. It was yeah. in June, and we decided it was going to be very stressful and chaotic for us to even plan something. So we decided just to do something small, something yeah. that we did every day. You know, it was whatever we decided to do that day, we did. But we still let my mom have the space to celebrate the way she wanted to. Sure. It's not like I said, Mom, we're not doing a birthday, and you can't do it either. Mom said, yeah. hey. I would love to celebrate Lucille's birthday. Can you guys come over to our house? She lives with her sister. Can you come over to the house and we can have a birthday cookout? And I was like, sure, that's awesome. So I think just being open to celebrate or do things, something that your parents or in-laws want to do and being open to that, I think that's that helps a lot too, is just being open to that. It definitely does. And, you know, Going over to to her place for a barbecue is something that we would normally do anyway, but it it was something special for her, and we were able to do it, and it was great. But, you know, for us, like you said, we just had a lot going on that month, and, you know, really our gift to ourselves was, you know what, we're going to take the, uh, we're going to take this day and just relax. Another thing I think that's helped us with communicating the way we're living with our, um, with our family is just being open to relationships changing. And I kind of brushed on this topic lately earlier, but I think just finding relation, like finding empowering relationships that encourage your growth rather than stifle it. So, you know, communicating to your friends, to your family about your lifestyle and giving them that space and time to digest it. And I think if they're not supporting you, and I I feel pretty grateful that so far everyone's been very supportive of us, but I think if anybody wasn't, I would not feel guilty at all from just, I don't want to say kicking them out of my life, but just slowly, gradually letting them go. Because if they're not empowering me, they're stifling me, and I don't want anyone in my life making me feel like I'm doing something that's, not you know that's yeah we don't want it's wrong like because only me i know what's best for me right and i think just being very open and okay with if friends and family don't hang out with me as much just saying it's all right it's not because they don't I, my feelings aren't hurt in another right, way like right. i i'm okay with it sometimes not, yeah we understand you know it, it's something that and it happens as as we grow and evolve people come into our lives people go from our lives um but yeah i mean we truly, you know, stick to the adage, you know, you surround yourself with people that, you know, make you feel good and understand who you are and um, make you be your best self. Yes. And I think I'm being even more intentional about setting boundaries with people that I was hanging out with before. Not that they weren't my friends, but I find that if they're not making me grow, then I, I don't, I, I don't feel bad saying it anymore that I just I don't make as much time for them. Right. I still love them to death, oh, but absolutely. if they're not in the mindset to grow and I don't know, be open to new things, then it's it just kind of deters me and doesn't I don't get that energy from them that I that I want. And right. because we're so intentional with our time, it's like I want to hang out with people who kind of are open to and I don't want to say like-minded but have the same type of mindset where they're open to hearing new things and even disagreeing I think that's awesome I like being challenged yeah. I don't I don't want someone to believe in everything I do but I like that they're open to hearing new things I and trying questions yes yeah. questioning absolutely and the last thing I had on here was just with family I think just 
I, I know communicating, which is speaking, is important, but I think just listening more definitely is even more important because if if you're listening, like truly listening to someone and asking them questions, they're gonna know you care about them because you're genuinely interested and finding out about their life. And I find that when you put so much effort into finding out about someone else's life and just wondering what's going on with them, I think they, if they are truly a friend or a family member that cares about you, they will put in the same amount of time in listening to you and asking you questions. So I find that if we take the time to listen to our family and talk to them about their lives, they ask us questions and find out about our lives. And it's like a very, very equal partnership, which I think is important. Yeah. So to kind of summarize, you know, what we've discussed here, I would say, you know, as far as being able to communicate your lifestyle, you know, always start with your why saying, this is what you're going to do. Be very concise about what you want and what you don't want in your lifestyle. Repeat when necessary. Just be consistent. Yeah. And encourage questions. And give space. And give space. Give space and wait time for people to understand you because like anything new, change is hard. Change is difficult, especially when you don't understand it. So just know that it may take some people longer than others. Yeah. And just being okay if they don't get it, that it's all right. Absolutely. Cool beans. Yeah. So do we have any resources or... Today, we don't have resources no. because I feel like most... We are the resource. We are definitely the resource today. <laughs> yeah. So then, it's time to jump into that quote of the day, Jilly. Yes. What do you got for us? I had like three. Oh, man. <laughs> but Did I you think narrow I, it down to one? I think so. This do quote it. is from Angelina Jolie. Oh. Yeah. All right. You ready? Early Angelina Jolie or later? I, it didn't have the year. I'm sorry. Sorry. Does it matter? Tomb Raider or not Tomb Raider? <laughs> uh, I'm pre-Tomb Raider Angelina Jolie. I'm like a gone in 60 seconds. Mm, I forgot Jolie. about that. Yeah. Little Nicholas Cl- Nicholas Cage action. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, yeah. Well, you're going to like this quote. All right. You ready? <laughs> People say you're going the wrong way when it's simply a way of your own. Yeah. That's perfect. That's a gone in 60 seconds. Like on a race car. Yeah. You can only go one way. Exactly. That was not a good analogy. No, no but that's that's great. I love it. So it makes total sense. So let's take some action, folks. Your take action challenge is just to continue on your own journey as inspiration and motivation for others, but mostly because it makes you a freaking happier human. Yes. Do you do it kindly? And that's it. Yeah. Live long and prosper. (laughs) Just kidding, folks. (laughs) Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. We really enjoyed speaking with you as well, as always. If you like this episode, definitely give us a review on iTunes. It really helps us reach a a larger audience. Uh, Take a screenshot and share it on social media. And we appreciate you all, and we will talk to you again next week. See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you like today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.